You're listening to the A Day in Progress podcast, episode 25. Welcome to A Day in Progress, the productivity podcast for women working on themselves for themselves. We give you a glimpse into the daily routines of inspiring women, including the morning and evening regimes, productivity hacks, and planning tools that set them up for success. Now here's your host, journalist, copywriter, and editor of agirlinprogress.com, Emma Norris. Mariana Bulos is the founder of The Well, an online boutique filled with natural, organic products that are good for you and good for the planet. She also runs a store of the same name in the leafy Sydney suburb of Balmain. Her mission for creating a healthier lifestyle started in 2008, when both of her parents were sadly diagnosed with a terminal illness. In today's podcast, I chat to Mariana about how she makes taking care of her health a priority, how she balances being a mum of three boys with her thriving business, how she carves out time for herself in the mornings, and so much more. Hey, Mariana. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much, Emma. Lovely to um, meet you via the podcast. Yeah, very excited to have you on and hear all about your daily routines. So you are the founder of The Well Store, which is um, kind of like an online boutique for natural and organic body care products. Um, But I know the desire to sort of start that sort of came from like a personal family experience. So do you mind telling us a little bit about that and where that passion came from for you? Okay, so I'd love to share it. It it really is close to my heart. So unfortunately, the the journey started back in 2008 and I lost my mother or my mother was diagnosed in 2008 with cancer. And obviously no one in the family had been diagnosed before. So it was a new journey for us. And for me particularly, I had no idea what to do, how to help her. So I began researching alternatives to help her with obviously her chemotherapy and um, the medication she was taking to sort of alleviate um, symptoms and that was the beginning of the journey and then unfortunately she sadly passed away I'm sorry Um, thank you and then we actually my poor father got um, diagnosed with cancer as well three years later so the journey Yeah. yeah it was it was quite horrible I don't know how it was a bit of a a day is when I try and remember a lot of it, but yeah. I guess that was the beginning steps of finding more alternative or complementary products to sort of help them. But also in the journey, I realized what sort of things are actually in the products that we were putting onto our body and not only what we put inside in our mouths. And I think people forget that it's just as important to look into what we're putting onto our bodies because our, our skin is a large organ. So yeah. It's, it's fair to say that we need to sort of look at both, balance the both. And that was the beginning of my journey and it continued from there until pretty much, um, you know, I had my third baby and I was chatting with my hubby and he was, he was said to me, oh, okay, so, so I'm really passionate about this and all our friends are asking us about, you know, what can we do? And here's this product, Mariana, what are the ingredients? Should I be using this? And I thought maybe other people would be interested in this. And hubby was he's a go-getter. He's like, yes, go, go. Awesome. So we launched, <laughs> we launched the well store in my kitchen um, in the early days of 2016. And that was it. Wow. Amazing. And what were you doing for work before that? 
before this. So opening. before that, yep. Previously to that, I was teaching, I'd been a teacher for 16 years and I was an assistant principal as well. So I think education was a big thing for me and it's in my blood. And that's probably why I did a lot of researching and sharing with um, family and friends and continue to do that now. Yeah, awesome. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm really sorry for what you've gone through, but it is great that it's led to something so positive. Um, And did you have any sort of interest in, you know, natural products and that sort of thing before all this? No, I've always been a little bit of a hippie at heart and that's not a bad thing. (laughs) Um, And I always, I was always interested in, in, you know, different types of remedies and also going back to basics. So this pretty much just confirmed that what I, what I guess what I was into and what I followed um, was a great thing. And the research obviously for me showed me that going back to the basics is probably one of the most important things. So I guess, yes, it's come from a place where once upon a time, you know, I loved all the natural positive, you know, simple remedies and, and products. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. And do you have a team for the well? Yeah, so the well store was once upon a time just me for about 18 months and then we hired our first employee, my lovely, gorgeous Olivia, which I can't live without, and she came on board and then now we've got a team of six all together. So it's growing um, and, you know, with the demand of our store as well because we've opened a store, we need someone there. So it is growing and we hope to increase that um, as well. But they balance me out as well because not only do they do the online orders, it's great to have that rapport and have those conversations with other like-minded people. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, definitely. And whereabouts is your store based? So our little cute little store is in Balmain. It's on oh, um, Darling Street. So you can come along. It's at 442 Darling Street. And we've been there for nearly a year now. So online, we've been there for three and a half years and now also with the store, it's a year. Yeah, awesome. Are you based in Balmain as well? Yeah, I live yeah. in Balmain as well. That was oh, one of the prerequisites. It's such a beautiful, like, leafy kind of area. I love oh, it. it is. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. little pocket. And how many kids do you have? So I've got three boys, three very active boys. I've got a 13-year-old, Isaac, and then I've got Lucas, who just turned 10, and then I've got little Patrick, who's five. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> that must be quite a handful, but <laughs> keep you on your toes. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's get into your daily routine. So what time are you normally up in the morning? Okay. Normally up between uh, 5.15 and 5.45 Wow. in the morning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> To get some time before everyone else gets up. So um, I will get up early to just get my day started and do the things for me just before they all get up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And what sort of things are you doing when you in that time for yourself? Yeah, so in the morning what I usually do, I get up, obviously get myself ready and I'm out the door. So I, do, I either walk with a girlfriend for an hour locally or I go and train with um, a group three times a week. So there's always something for me to do. And Sundays is a bit, a bit of a lazy day for me, but I'm up pretty much early only because during the day with work and picking up kids and juggling it all, there's no time for me. So I have to, you know, fit that in up. and that's in the morning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. You've got to make That's it a priority time. whenever you can. Um, and yeah. do you drink coffee? I do drink. I do drink coffee. Uh, I'm jealous. I should have made myself one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do drink coffee. I try not to drink coffee every day, and I sort of flip it between my tea and my coffee because you know, obviously, if I have one coffee a day. That's great. If I have any more than that, I'm on edge. Yeah. So we try we try and limit the coffee. So once a day is a bit of a treat for me. 
Yeah. And what about um, like breakfast in the mornings? Like, do you have that with your boys or like, will you have that a bit later on? It's a combination. Sometimes I can have it in the morning with the boys, depending if we're running late or we're not. Um, But other times it's on the go. I take a shake with me in the morning. I just make a little protein shake and take that with me and I'll drink that obviously dropping them off and by the time I get to work I sort of finish that but I unfortunately don't get an opportunity to sit down every morning apart from the weekends to have breakfast with them because each one starts at a different time yeah so it's a matter of trying to all get them out of the door and sort of you know get them ready and then breakfast is sort of stuck in between for me so I wish I had more time but it's it's all it's on the go on the go Do they all go to like different schools or? Yeah, yeah. they all go to different school. One goes to high school and one goes to primary school and one goes to daycare. So yeah, it's three different sense. sort of. Yeah. yeah, maybe it'll be easier <laughs> when they're all like at the same school. Well, no, I guess that'll never happen. <laughs> it'll never, it'll never happen. <laughs> I think we'll get maybe two years when oh, they're together. Yeah. Two of them are together, but they'll never all be together at the same school. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you're used to it. Um, does your <laughs> husband help with the drop off as well? Like, Do you kind of split that? Unfortunately not because he starts a little bit earlier than me and the kids' drop-offs are different. So he'll he'll actually help with drop-off of the first one in the morning, dropping him off at the ferry to get to school. So he'll do the morning drop-off at 7.30 for the eldest and then I take the two little ones and I drop them off on the way to work. Just easier that way. Makes sense. And how do you get to work? Do you, I guess you drive then? I have to because the dropping off between each location means I have to drive. But I would love to walk to work. I've done it a couple of times and I'm super organised. Yeah. But apart from that, I have to drive because one school's at the end of Balmain and then the, the, the daycare's all the way down the other end. And this might be a bit different when you've got the boys in the car, but like, do you listen to like any podcasts or music when you're driving? So they like to listen to the radio. They yeah. listen to obviously what's on at the moment. I, when I'm alone, I like to listen to a podcast of some sort, whether it be um, something around wellness or it can also be true crime, a little bit of a true crime uh, lover there. So I download some of those podcasts. Yeah. So I've been listening to those when I'm alone in the car. That's what my are some time. of your favourites? Uh, the true crime series, the Australian true crime series. I just finished listening to the 60 Minutes true crime series because I do watch that sometimes. So I finished that. And there's also the Australian series as well. I do love Oprah. I have to say, yeah. secret, I love Oprah. You're the second I've person today who said true crime and Oprah. <laughs> It's just a, a good combo. Know, it's not I actually only just started listening to Oprah's one and I don't know why. Yeah. I just took I was yeah. late and I was like, shit. I mean, obviously she's Oprah, so she has access to the best yeah. guests. She could have anyone she, she wants on her show. Like, exactly. And that's that probably alone. what 100%. So I've been listening to those. And if I get a chance, I do a bit of reading as well on the side, but that's very rare. But I've got a book that I've been reading for about a year now. What's that? <laughs> The Richard Branson, um, oh, finding yeah. my virginity autobiography. I love him, and I love how he is so raw about his failures. Yeah. Also, how he he's got great success as well. So yeah. I'm all about that. All about that. Hopefully, you finish it. You get some time to finish it. Maybe you need a holiday. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. And so, how do you sort of normally plan out your days? Are you someone who like relies a lot on like your like digital calendar, or do you have like a like paper planner? I've got both. So digital calendar is more around my family orientation. So because there's so because I have to juggle the three of them and each one's got you know their own thing. So I use my digital cam, uh, calendar mostly for them. But then if I have meetings, one-off meetings that are not at work, I'll use my digital cal- calendar. But then I've also got like lists coming everywhere. Yeah. So my lists, my books, um, and we go that way. I'd love to say I'm more of a digital person, but I really do, do love paper and I love yeah. my old, you know, like writing things in books. <laughs> and 
keeping Yeah, I have the same notebook as that. Where is it? (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, it's so pretty. Like, I feel like I would love to be a paper. Like, I want to. Like, I love buying diaries. I love buying notebooks. But then I just end up with, like, 10 million of them. And then, like, it's not consolidated. (laughs) That's me. That's me. And they're all so pretty. And you think, which one will I write in? But then I have to remember which one. So I usually keep one. I call it my Bible. And that's the one that I scroll all my notes in. And then my lists are in another book. And how do you plan out your goals for your business? Are you someone who sort of does that like quarterly or like once a year or like on a more regular sort of basis? We do it on a more regular basis because we sort of, we base a lot of what happens at the World Store around our customers and what's going on and what they tell us. So we do a, a short calendar probably about every month and then we change that again that's around our promotions also around any blog posts that are coming up all of those things together and that's how we go because I find if I plan too far in advance it doesn't it doesn't work for us because things come up in between that yeah. push us aside so we do it on a shorter sort of yeah shorter sort of run that way and we can we can go back and change it because it's only on a short period of that month. Yeah, and I was going to ask you sort of how you communicate with your team, but it sounds like you're very sort of in-house most of yes. the time. So yes. face-to-face. <laughs> We're face-to-face. I'm there pretty much 99% of the time. And we've also got uh, documents like Google documents, Word documents, which we can add to. And we also have a WhatsApp group going back to basics where we're all on. And that way then we can talk and everyone sort of communicates at the same time. Um, You know, going out for dinners, things like that, just to keep each other sort of posted because we've got some girls who never see each other because they work on certain days and the other girls work on other days. So we find that the WhatsApp group is the easiest one and they're all in their early twenties and we have a couple of older ones like myself, not too old. Very young, very young. Um, easiest form of communication. And I wanted to ask you, how does your work-life balance compare to when you were a teacher, like now working for yourself? Do you feel like you have more or less work-life balance because I know teachers have pretty crazy it's crazy well. Yeah. yeah well you know I think with any teacher you're always you're always at work because you're doing so much you're marking you're getting you know lessons ready prep meetings all that sort of stuff and I was pretty much at work from eight o'clock in the morning till I'd get home at like five thirty in the evening pick up kids from after school care yeah. and it was crazy and my weekends I would devote one full day so it would be Sunday where I would do prepping and work so it wow. was insane so I think starting the well store at first, it was fantastic. You know, I had so much time on my hands. I could organize things. I could work one day and then pack another day. And at the moment, it's so crazy that I'm going, I'm having to set boundaries for myself because if I don't look after myself, I'm going to run myself into the ground. It's very, very hard. And anyone else who's running a business who has children as well finds it's such a juggle because your children need you. And one of the most important things is when I started this business, I wanted to devote more time to my family. So you have to set boundaries in place. So if I don't set those boundaries in place, I will end up running myself into the ground, which I've done before. And it's a matter of actually just saying no and turning off devices and moving everything away. And that way then you can have time for your family and you can have time for yourself. If you don't do that, it's so easy to drown. Yeah, 100%. And how did you know that you'd gone too far with like running yourself into the ground, like that you're a bit burnt out? Like what were the sort of signs? Well, I think one of the the first signs was exhaustion. I was absolutely exhausted. I got to the point where I had to get an iron infusion because my iron was so low. I couldn't do anything. I was basically at work and I couldn't even think straight. I couldn't lift. I couldn't pack. I couldn't do anything because I couldn't think. I couldn't focus. So 
I knew at that point falling asleep on the couch at 7.30 at night before my kids fell asleep and they were running riot while I was asleep, I knew that there was something that, you know, that was wrong. And taking those steps to looking after yourself, or for me, was probably the first thing is, is tapping into myself and realising something's not right and taking steps to stop and yeah. starting to change things. Because if I don't do that, I'm going to end up with, you know, a burnout, adrenal fatigue and all the rest of it. Yeah, and it's such a good reminder that, like, You've, we've got to look after our bodies because if our bodies aren't working and our mind, but like yeah. then we can't do anything. So that's right. Yeah. So that's you right. go from doing too much to like not being able to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We forget. We forget that our body is giving us so much. We forget to appreciate what it's actually giving us. And like you have to think about it as we are vehicles. And if we're not putting, you know, petrol or something good into our car, then you're not expecting the, the performance that you would get. So I was exactly the same. I was yeah. not putting what I wasn't eating when I was at work. I was constantly on my computer. I was sleeping late, still getting up at 5.30 in the morning. So, you know, that is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, definitely. And what are some ways that you set boundaries around how you work now? Okay, so I have been trying to not have my phone nearby. That's the first thing. Unfortunately, this day and age, we have access to everything. All our emails, anything that comes through from a customer, I will automatically try and fix it right then and there. I'm a fixer. I just want to fix it. I want everyone to be happy. Yep. So I've actually had to take my phone away. That's the first thing. My you laptop put it like as well. in a drawer or like in your bag? I literally throw it. I literally throw it somewhere where I can't see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> because if I see it, if I do see it, I remember where it is. I have the urge to get up and grab it. Yep. So I will throw it somewhere there and I sit know. on the couch. I have, yeah, I have a spot on the couch and I don't move off that spot off the couch. And yep. Everything else can wait. And if it's mindless TV that I'm watching, well, then it's mindless TV. If it's reading, then that's, it is what it is at the time. And I think um, spending time with my husband is super important because it's so easy to sort of be ships passing in the night because you're doing something, he's doing something, and you don't have that conversation. And before you know it, it's time to go to bed and then the kids are up and it's the same rigmarole every day. What does he do for work? So he's in IT. Um, so his work is quite demanding as well. He's got people calling him and he's got emails and he sets up all sorts of programs for his company. So he's busy as well. And there are times where he has to go out on site at night time. So if we don't make the time to spend it together at night when the kids go to bed, it's, you oh just don't God. know when it's going to happen. Because date nights are very rare in our house. So I'll bet. Um, With three kids, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and talking about nourishing your body, like what does lunch normally look like for you? Okay, so we I usually take leftovers. Um, my husband's a vegetarian, so I usually take leftovers. But since being so low in iron recently, I've had to up my protein game, which I don't really like to eat meat. I actually don't like meat full stop. So I was very much with um, vegetables, brown rice, that sort of stuff. So now it is more substantial, so I'll have to have some protein. And I usually have some brown rice or a salad next to it. So something that is from the night before that I can just take along because I don't have time in the morning to prep, so I have to prep the night before. Yeah. So leftovers are great for me. So veg yeah. vegetables, protein, and I love a bit of carbs. I can't, I cannot say no to carbs. Yeah. So I'll have some brown rice. <laughs> carbs are the best. Do you snack at all? Yeah, we snack. And this is another, another thing. So... Being um, able to access a lot of things from our distributors, I always buy something and keep it in the shop for the girls. And four of the girls that work with me are vegan. So we, it, I get a lot of snacks for them that are vegan. So ma vegan marshmallows, vegan biscuits, no. chocolate. So we are snacking on those things throughout the day. Yeah. So those things and more nuts, natural things, things that I can get from distributors that I bring in and we eat those together. 
Yeah, delicious. And um, do you guys listen to music or anything in the office? Yeah, we listen. We do. Yeah. The girls have their own playlists. Um, so we put on Spotify. They've got playlists and I've got my own playlist. But it's hilarious because the days that I'm working with the women who are a little bit older than, the, than my, um, my young uni student employees, the music is from the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. And the days that the girls are here with me, the younger girls, the Triple J's on and their playlists are on. So we're always listening to music depending who's in and depending who chooses the music. It's so imperative. We need music to keep us going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, it's good that you've got, like, diverse selection going on there. Never gets boring. We do. We do. We love it. And so what time do you normally sort of clock off for the day or, like, leave the office? Okay, so some days I give myself an early mark, which is really important for me. So um, the kids have extracurricular activities, so I try twice a week to get to those. So some days I'll leave at 2.30 and other days I leave at 5 or just after 5 when the shop closes. So it's it's a combination. Like today I'll go in a little bit later, but then I'll stay till 5. So it might be I come in later and, and then leave later or I come in early and leave earlier. So it works. It works around us. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, like, is there anything you do in terms of like mindfulness or like, are you into like meditation or anything like that? Or even just any other sort of self-care activities that you like to do? So my exercise in the morning is the most important self-care for me. It's a time for me to, I guess, get ready for the day. It's the calm before the storm. I like to think of it that way. So that's important. If I don't do that, my mental health is not great because it's a great way to de-stress and you've got a lot on your plate. And anyone who exercises regularly will tell you how great they feel after it with the endorphins. So that's the most important thing for me. And that's probably my best release. Uh, meditation. I started meditating, but I never completed. I did, I did a course online and I never finished it. So I'd love to say that I meditate but what I do do is I practice being mindful. So that comes from the basics of, okay, I need to stop, slow down and think about, and, and this came from someone who taught me mindfulness was Janella Purcell. So I suffered from adrenal fatigue after my parents died and I went to see her and she gave me some amazing herbs and she told me to, she told me how to practice being mindful from the basics of I'm picking up this cup, I'm drinking water. I'm walking to the bathroom and trained me that way. So I try to do that. But to be honest with you, at this crazy time of year, I need to remind myself to do that and stop. I'd love to say I'm the, you know, the perfect model for mindfulness. But in all honesty, I mean, with the lives that we all lead, I have to remind myself to be mindful. So coming back to looking after me, that is something that I need to focus on more. Yeah, well, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're aware of it and you do still make time to do those things that are yeah. you know, really make a big difference for you in terms of Definitely. how you feel. And that's the most important thing. And so what do your evenings sort of normally look like? I'm assuming it, it varies probably depending on what <laughs> extracurricular activity is going on. Do you like to cook or anything? I do. I do. I like to cook. This is, this is probably something that I, I put a lot of pressure on myself, but I love cooking for my kids my husband so that is really important so I'll do a little meal plan on Sunday we go to the markets every Saturday we go to Orange Grove markets and we buy our fresh produce from there and that sets off my week of what I know we're going to cook yeah. um, so every day I cook I try to, to cook enough for two days but I have a 13 year old who can eat more than all of us put together okay, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um I cook every night from scratch. I don't like buying things that are pre-made. That's just how I've always been. And my mother, God bless her, used to be like that as well. So I guess it's something that 
I've learned over time. So everything's made from scratch. So cooking is a big thing. And I usually cook a meal for the kids and then a meal for my husband and I because he's vegetarian. And most of the time the kids don't like what I've cooked for him because I'll make something that's spicy and they won't eat that. But that is really important and that's a a huge staple of our evenings, mum cooking. Do you like sit down and like watch anything on TV with your husband or anything like that? Yeah, we're, we're, we try and pick up some sort of a series at the moment, which I'm not loving. Um, Orange, we're, we're really late to the party. Orange is the new black. So yeah, we're just we're halfway good, through season. It is, look, we're halfway through season two. Yeah. Or is it season, I don't know. Yes, season two. And, you know, the riot's on and it's just a long riot. Oh, yeah. Thinking, yeah. I forgot about it's that. It's so long. Yeah, it's that so was long. crazy long. It get, the first two seasons were definitely the best. Or even the first season was really good. And yeah. Yeah, it never we quite didn't... gets back to where it was. I feel well, like. that's, that's what I'm feeling. So yeah. um, we're on the hunt for a new series to get on to, but that's our time together. So we watch yeah. something together and we do that probably three times a week. And the kids, I try to watch things with them that, you know, that all three of them will like. So what was the new series that came out with David Edinburgh the other day? The In the Wild something? Yeah, and it's yeah. based on, so yesterday, no, the day before was about Australia and the kids were like glued to it. Yeah. And last night was, what country was it? I think it oh, was. Oh, this must be a America. new one. Yeah, oh, it was on oh. last night and the night before. So they're glued to it. So we try and find yeah. things together to watch. A few weeks ago, it was The Block. They actually liked watching that. So we'd sit down and watch that together. So we do try and find things that are appropriate for them because of the different ages. Makes it hard, Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it makes it really hard. So we do try and find time together to do that. It's really important because... If we don't do that, we don't see them. One's doing homework, one's in his room on his, you know, on his iPhone and the little one's just rolling around and he wants your attention. So very important to try and keep the family together. Yeah, I think watching something can be such a, like, I know people like, oh, like, you know, screens and stuff. But I think it's just such a nice thing that, you know, families or couples can do together. And it's like, if you have a show that you're watching with your partner, it's like your thing, you know. I know. And you have that conversation though, don't you? You know, it, it brings up the conversation that you have around that and then it turns into something else. And I just think, like you said, having that thing together is so important, whether it be whatever crap we're watching. Yeah. I think TV screens have a place. You know, the kids aren't sitting there from the moment they walk in the door till they go to bed. Yeah. We watch things at certain times. And it's the same with my husband and myself. We only watch things after the kids go to sleep and it's our downtime. So I, I think they have a place. Definitely. Definitely. Have a place. Yeah. It's funny, last night I watched a doco with my boyfriend. It's like this show Explained where they do like different things, explain like just different topics for like only like half an hour. And they did one last night on like beauty and like how we like where the concept of like even thinking things are beautiful even came from. Oh, wow. And then we ended up having a half hour discussion afterwards about like beauty standards and all that sort of stuff. So I think it'd be be really good. That's so healthy. But so conversation, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I think I think with this day and age with everyone on their phones um, and lack of conversation, it's really important that we still have these conversations with our partners because if we don't do that, what have we got left? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And what time do you normally head to bed? Oh, see, that's a naughty question because... <laughs> Because I'd yeah. like to say I go to sleep at 10 o'clock because that's ideal, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, up so early. Yeah, I just find to get my second wind at about like 10.30 and I'm like, oh, okay. So I try to get to bed the earliest by 11.30. So 11.30, 11, 11.30 is probably a good spot for me. And I find that if I have more than six and a half hours sleep, I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah. So the sleep spot for me is about six to six and a half hours sleep. I'm fine. 
Yeah, it's different for everyone. Do you do any work when you have your second wind of energy? <laughs> Unfortunately, I do because I have these brainwave ideas. I'm yeah. like, oh, we should do go with my it. Husband. Yeah. Yeah, my husband's great because he is a night owl um, yeah. and he's up working later sometimes. So I could ask him things. Oh, what do you think of this? And he's like, yes. So we sit down together and we start nutting something out. So he is a big enabler. <laughs> he's such a huge enabler. He'll sit down with me and go, yes, we'll do this, Mariana, and leave it with me. I'm going to research this for you. So he's great. I've he sounds amazing. Husband of the year, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sucking in all the time pretty much with an idea. He's like, yep. That's fine. And it's funny because when I started the business, he really had no idea about anything. And now you could ask him about menstrual cups and he could tell you straight up what it is. <laughs> expert status. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, that's great? nice that he's involved. And I think it yeah, helps no, when you're helps. both on the same sort of schedule and it's like you're not feeling Definitely. guilty about going with the idea when you've got. You yeah. Know, yeah. That's great. And so what Well, actually last question, actually, what are your three yeah. non-negotiables for a successful and productive day? Three non-negotiables for us. Okay, so the first one is food. They have to eat. I have to eat. This I know it sounds like I'm a gobble guts, but I have to eat. No, if I don't eat, I can't. I cannot function. And the girls are the same. They work so hard. So I'm consistently telling them eat something. Here's some snacks, and that's why I've got snacks all the time. I buy them and have them there because it's really important. If they're not going to stop and eat lunch because they're not that hungry yet, they can at least snack on the way. So that's the most important yeah. thing for me. Another one is a list. I have to have a list so I know what I'm doing because I get very, very easily distracted. The girls know that I can be quite scatty. So if I don't have a list, I might start something and then I'll have an idea and I'll leave that what I'm doing and then I'll go and do something else and I come back with three unfinished jobs because I'm so excited about these three things. So I definitely need a list. If I don't have a list, then forget about it. It's not going to work. And another thing for me is the non-negotiables are my kids, so my family and my kids. So if it's going to impact them, then I, I won't do it. Yeah. So they come first with everything. So me, we're going into work and me finishing work and what goes on around that goes pretty much around them because that was definitely why I decided to start the World Store was to have more time with them. So if it impacts them and affects them, then I won't do it. Yeah, definitely. Family's the most important thing. For people who are sort of like just Absolutely. getting into, you know, um, replacing the products they use with more natural, organic alternatives, what are yeah. your like favourite natural products so look i think if you're if you are going down that track and you are wanting to you know change into a cleaner greener sort of lifestyle one of the most important things is starting with you because if you're not healthy then you can't do anything else so one of the biggest ones that we find our customers you know go down the road of first when they're changing is deodorant that's probably one of the most important ones i have to say because we've got so many glands under our arms and obviously what we put put there is directly absorbed into our into our skin into our body in our glands um, so we know that studies do tell us about you know um, the types of deodorants that you can buy from the shops and what they you know what they've got in them I'm sure you know about the parabens and the aluminium and all those things that can mimic especially with women um, also men as well mimic estrogen and we obviously don't want any of that in our systems because we don't want any of that clogged up and we don't want estrogen being mimicked either because that yeah. can lead to you know some terrible diseases like cancer yeah. so that is one of the most I think not the easiest, it's quite hard because everybody's different. So one deodorant may work for you, but it won't work for me. Yeah. So that is probably one of the very first ones that people do. Um, the next one is their skincare regime. So your cleansers, your toners, your moisturizers, 
they are so important to obviously to maintain um, healthy skin. And for those of us who, you know, are really, really vigilant with that, then you need to invest in something that's as natural as, as possible. Fragrances are one of the, the worst things in so many of our products. You know, there are over 3,000 different combinations of ingredients, toxic ingredients that they put together to make things smell great. And look, you know, if something smells good, you're more likely to buy it, right? If yeah. it doesn't have a scent or if you don't like it, you're not going to buy it. So that's something that people need to really look into the ingredients of their skincare. And then another thing that we've noticed, our customers in the past probably two and a half years, the, the eco journey has grown. It's just phenomenal. People really want to invest in products that, you know, are, are healthy for themselves, but also for the planet. Mm. So there are so many products that we sell now that are plastic free, that also are grey water safe. So once they, you know, flush down the, the drain, they're not going to affect our marine life. And that could be from cleaning products to, um, you know, what you're using to go shopping with, to what you're storing your products in the fridge and freezer with. So all the plastic free options. So they are probably the top three things that we find customers come in for when they're on their journey at the beginning of their journey. And then to maintain just continue to buy it. Yeah, it's like a good gateway into it, like a good place oh, to yeah. start. And then they can build Definitely. on top of that. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. And where can everyone find the World Store on social media? So on social media, you can find us on Facebook and you can find us on Instagram under the World Store. Um, and online, www.thewellstore.com.au. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy day to chat to me. It's been so great getting to know you and hearing all about your daily routine and the well store. Thank you, Emma, for the opportunity. Thanks for tuning in to the A Day in Progress podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. And if you're after more life, career and health advice for women working on themselves for themselves, make sure you head on over to agirlinprogress.com to check us out.